Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu-series. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be a little peppery, a little salsa-y, can be, you know, maybe some cumin, some cinnamon, some pumpkin pie spice, you know, but at the end of the day, hopefully, mildly sweet. Hi! All right, you guys. So today we are talking about Love After Lockup, season four, episode 25, Till Death Do Us Part, or Love During Lockup, season two, episode three, Till Death Do Us Part. (laughs) I don't know if the sound is weird for those of you guys who are on the podcast, but um, for those of you guys who are in the Patreon, you could see that I am, you know, you know, not at home, girl. Looks like, you know, she's in a hotel, as, you know, I like to do for traveling for work. So if anything is weird, don't blame me. Blame the double tree. But don't blame them for having yummy cookies, right, Wa? Never blame the double tree for their yummy, warm cookies. Listen, what? The double tree is a Hilton, it's part of Hilton. It's like one of their like less fancy, right? But every right. time I come to the double tree, I get amazing service. The rooms are always fine. You know what I'm saying? And there is a warm chocolate chip cookie at reception. The regular Hilton doesn't have warm warm chocolate chip cookies. At least the ones I've been to. Salt Lake City, step your game up. Step that pee up. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. But anywho, it's been fantastic. And let's jump right into this episode. Okay. Who, who would you like to start with? You know what? Let's start with a weird one. Again, I don't have their picture here, which is a terrible thing. Let's kind of start with Chelsea and Mikey. Because the plot thickened. You know what I'm saying? It was like it went from watery substance to jello mold, like really quick. And I feel like Matt Sharp did not give us enough of them for what we found out. It was definitely like a <gasps> moment. Yeah, basically, it's like a it's. The same information that we got yesterday, yesterday, last week, but that had to be redigested and retold like through different people to sort of like have it also sink in that time has passed and we still haven't heard from him. And then also let it sink in. This phone call happened. So basically, as we as we remember, Chelsea was like late to work and she was late to work because she had like just found out that Mikey had maybe had a mild mini stroke, something like that. And uh, she had they, of course. Uh, before then had talked like five times a day so she's late to work basically her like co-workers like well why are you like why why are you late though you know what i'm saying like but no anyway she's like because i was so worried i don't know god bless so then she like her dad comes over and her dad was supposed to like have some sort of conversation with mikey so much that it was like appointed like an appointment time like in the iCal and uh, they had talked about an email and stuff and so he comes over and she won't answer the door at first he's like texting her and he's like hi and she's like just leave you know and he's like well how about or like just let me in like that's also like a nice thing to have your dad i'm already here like there's a camera crew like i don't remember like you're not like alone like remember this like thing you know what i'm saying like well what did you think about that First of all, remember this show is happening, daughter. And the daughter, he's been texting her like five times, no response. He's outside of her door. He knocks. We don't know why. She cannot hear it. And then he starts to text message her again. And finally, she's like, I don't want to see anybody go, right? And then we're like, okay, uh, does she not remember she had to film? And then all of a sudden, we're inside of the house. And there is this man with long hair and a backwards cap, like fully with sunglasses on. And we're like, who the F is that? It turns out that that man was Chelsea. Yeah. I was I was like, who is this? Like, what is that? What is that blonde man who always wears like a bandana? And he was the lead singer of Guns N' Roses. Axel Rose. <laughs> like that guy with their like a fucking trucker cap backwards. And it I mean, might as well have been a cigarette hanging out of their lip with like sunglasses on. I said, who does, who does, first of all, Chelsea, you signed a contract, bitch. Okay. If the cameras come to your house, you better be ready. So I don't know who convinced her, but she let them in the house and she's like distraught. And her dad's basically like, this is Chelsea. This is how she gets when she's upset about something. And Chris, let me tell you. What? So the people in her life, I honestly do not feel like they were actually signing. They literally are just like, you, you know, 
What did he say? And every time they say a word that starts with R, they just put up an R. Like, I'm just like, it's like, did you call him on the, what did he, I'm like, you guys are not signing. If you are, you're doing the least amount of signing anyone could possibly do. It would almost, I feel like their signing is probably like Ohio bumpkin signing. It, it like, maybe in sign language, they're, they're, what they're saying actually sounds like, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding your their accent comes through. I mean, she says <laughs> his accent. Or sorry, yeah, she says his signing isn't shit, honey. Like he can't do anything. You know, like basically, could you imagine what that man does? You know, like I mean, yeah, I mean, but the fact that he's trying to learn, hold on, hold on, he also learned. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, they sound the way I would, and I don't know any sign language. Like I know, thank you. I know, like how to sign my name, as we've already talked about. But like the friend is like, no one's using both hands except for Chelsea. And then they're just like, you call the Mikey or like whatever his like sign is, Mike, like Mikey. I don't know. Like just, it is, it's like, you know, remember that, that a time that there was this person who was like signing for a government official in one of these states and absolutely just signing nonsense. And someone like from the deaf community was like, that person wasn't even signing in ASL, like <laughs> one of those situations. And I'm just like, poor Chelsea, like her people like just barely learned sign language to talk to her. So she just reads their lips the whole time. So moving forward from, from that situation, I can't remember what else happened with the dad, but oh no, this is the juicy part, Chris. This is the juice. So the dad, the dad calls like the jail yeah, yeah. and is like, hey, I'm looking for Mike such and such. Is he okay? And they're like, bro, you're like the fifth woman or you're like the fifth person to call asking for him. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Like, who does it get to you when he can? I guess he's out in the hospital. Yeah, he's fine. And like, you know, some girls were calling about some women were calling about him today, too. And I said, who the F is this person answering phones just telling all the business? Like you with a child. He's like, oh, a woman with a child, maybe? Like some of that's, you know. And then the dad's like, does the thing that I didn't think he would do. The dad is like, oh mom, uh, what, what, what woman with child? <laughs> maybe her name is Pam. You know, like she lives in New, I'm gonna say New Hampshire. I'm not quite sure. You know, like there's yeah, so much business this person gives. I know Chelsea just has to sit on it. Yeah, like Chelsea has crazy hair throughout all of this. So it's always kind of like confusing to see her and be like, oh, is that Chelsea? Because sometimes she's Pearl and Deville. Sometimes she's you know like it. sometimes she's cousin it. She was cousin it at her house today. It was like wild. She looked. She did look bananas. She looked road hard and put away wet. You know that she had this whole thing where it was revealed that she has like a shady past of herself where she's like gotten in trouble, like having like parties, like with like underage kids and stuff like that. I think that she doesn't make the best choices is what I would. It's not the first time that maybe dating an inmate is a questionable choice for Chelsea, you know, like. Oh no, this took a dark turn. Yeah, no, that's just what also sometimes happens and can happen. So just in case that comes out more, that's all I can tell you now. Uh, but then what happens while after the dad? So, so then the dad doesn't actually tell Chelsea that there has been a, a woman and a child looking for him. The yeah. dad just kind of pockets that information and it's just kind of like, oh, so it turns out Mikey has a whole wife and a child that's looking for him too. And so like, maybe the reason why he's giving my daughter the runaround is because he's going to get out soon and he's going to go be with his family <laughs> or like, you know, he doesn't want to keep up the ruse anymore, but she's been talking to him for like three years, like so long, like two years or something. Yes. So she's completely invested. She says that, you know, they've had conversations about how they're going to get out and oh, she's going to get out and they're going to live together and start a family. So she's fully invested in the fantasy of him. Sure. So the dad just says he's fine. And she's like, well, what does that mean? Like, and then the whole time the dad's on the phone, she's like, who are you calling? Who are you calling? Like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm like, shut up. Let me get the tea. So the dad pockets that little bit of, of, of information and doesn't tell Chelsea. And then Chelsea goes to her friend's house. And that friend gives like a weird fake sign. And they go in the backyard and smoke cigarettes. And he, she's like, my life is so crazy. And the friend is just like, I don't trust this. Like people use you. And like, so the friend is like really concerned for the situation. Oh yeah, no, totally. Uh, the friend also is like, I think super cute. You know what I'm saying? Just like in the backyard, just signing, you know? So just, listen, Chelsea, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it feels like your friend is trying to tell you that like, 
he is a shady shyster with nefarious values that like is just trying to put trying to use some sort of ruse to get out of like talking to you like that's it's like she wants to say that or sign that i guess she wants that then to be the intent of what chelsea gets like either way chelsea needs to know this information girl it's over it's not it's not a thing like what he it's it's bad it's like real it's smelly like five days had nothing and this weird email you know like and no information and you this phone call like it's just like it's one of those like he's just not that into you it's just men are so horrible sometimes because it really can be that kind of like all-encompassing thing if you let yourself get thrown thrown down if you let yourself just fall into the whirlpool of uh that kind of like lustful infatuated love where you're suddenly talking like all the time and then it's built on a shady situation like someone being in prison or you know like the power dynamic is somehow off or there's just something holding you back you know it's always going to be like maybe someone is married maybe someone is you know whatever and it's like that kind of situation always happens and then the rug is pulled underneath from you you know so it's never the email expand more about that email because i we didn't mention it so basically she had gotten an email saying hey like uh you know like he had a mini stroke and his symptoms were he had face paralyzed paralyzed parallelism and he couldn't really walk and he was just like walking you know, whatever like he was just like felt weird or whatever but then he somehow gave me his email and his password for you to like get into his account email you this and that's all i can tell you about him he's now in the hospital don't email any of us don't get back to us we'll get back to you uh bye yeah like and then she's like talking about his paralytal what's the word chris paralytal face parallelism 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 face i'm paralyzed so my face paralysis paralysis i thought yes i i mean i i knew you were saying it wrong but i thought you were saying wrong on purpose great i thought you were gonna help me get there and the right one i realized you didn't know it either i was yes anding oh okay (laughs) you did okay Go ahead. I love you. I tried to yes and more. Okay. Um, <laughs> paralysis like his, but she kept calling it a droopy face. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like signing droopy face. Yeah. Droopy face. Like, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, 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 that is what he had. Yeah. I was just, I, and that's what they put too, which I was like, wow, this is very scientific what they're saying. So yeah, it's all very shady. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And girl, the, the truth is, is that you got had, you know, you've been had, you, you've been played, you spent all this money and this guy is ghosting you now. And he's pretending that he's got his family members signing into his prison email to email you. You know, know what? This is what happens when men who are in prison want to tell, talk to their girls on the outside, especially if they've been talking to them for two years, they have family and friends follow them on social media so that they could get deliver that information via the Facebook or the Instagram. They don't do it via prison email. So that is all fake. So unfortunately that's that. Well, cause I was, she kept asking, like, I keep trying to get in, in touch with his mom and his sister and nothing so far. So it's like, I'm surprised that he hasn't let the mom and sister be like, Hey girl, Hey girl, uh, thanks so much for being related to me. I really appreciate it. Like either being birthed to me or like, being raised by me being raised next to me can you do me this like solid and just like break up with this girl i'm about to get out of prison i don't want to deal with her by the way she's deaf so you just have to write her email she you don't even you never have to see her i mean you know like you know you don't know sign language she was basically not important to facetime you can't call her like i'm literally asking you to just email this person yeah i mean i'm pretty sure that that she's like probably really good at reading lips because I, like I said, the people around her are not learning sign language. Um, like even like it's so great for deaf people. Like and the people that are so like it must be so hard and great that they can do it. Especially because you're right. Like if you have to be deaf in the south where someone really is just like, mum, 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 mum. yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. I said again, like, what have you heard about Chelsea? Um, yeah. You're just like, oh, uh, <laughs> what is? I'm so sorry. It sounds like I'm at a nutcrack. I'm mean, like, I'm at a nutcracker factory. Like all I'm seeing is just like a jaw moving up and down, honey. I know it. And tis the season for like many a nutcracker. You'll see what I'm talking about. 
you know? She's she's especially talented, that Chelsea. Yeah. Um, let's move on to another couple that we haven't heard that much about, or at least we didn't see them last episode, and that's going to be Emily and Dowry, which, again, this name is so interesting. It just And this picture is very Photoshopped, I feel. Like, yeah, I can't get over this picture. What is This looks like a painting. <laughs> I don't get it. Was he painted? Was he not in the premises? Like, what was he doing during the time of this mugshot? Like, it looks like he, he looks pristine. Did he have Fraxel? I don't understand. This man's skin is glowing. I don't get it. Um, so Emily seems like she is halfway scamming and halfway getting scammed. Like she, she, it, this is such a weird dynamic she has. So his friend Smoke calls her, his Sally, right? And when you're in prison, your Sally becomes somebody that's pretty important to you because you're just with him the whole time. You're with him 24 seven. And so Sally Smoke calls her, gets her number from obviously Dowry and is like, yeah, you know, this Smoke. So, you know, I'm calling you because um, Dowry said that I could get some money so that we can invest on, you know, some business adventures. <laughs> We got some little business adventures that we would like to go on. And uh, so if you could give me whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. And she was like, nah. And the guy's like, well, you know, he would. I wouldn't be calling you unless it was real. She's like, he ain't tell me nothing about giving you any kind of money. So one, how'd you get this number? Two, I'm not giving you anything. And even if he did say that this is what he wanted to do, the answer is still no. Like what business ventures could they possibly have that are legal I, to put money into some businesses like what the doughboy on the street no i first of all i loved it second thing is i thought you said business adventures that they were going to go on which i was you did yeah, I know you did. I was like, business ventures, but I was like, so excited. Like, they're going to go on some business adventures where they're just going to be two fun people on a crazy ride through the economy, you know, whatever. Like, no, but um, I, yeah, no, obviously it's nefarious. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about you said word. It's obviously illegal criminal activity. And she <laughs> is a, a criminal defense attorney. So she, like, is not about it. She also, yeah, runs that money. And she also has already spent it on a ring. So, like, she, he doesn't have the money and she would not even give it to him. But she's also like low-key pissed because she's like, well, how often do you talk to him? And he's like, I talked to him in the morning, like 6 a.m. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that he had time like during that time. Like, interesting. Like, he never tells me. Like, it's almost like she pocketed that information It's going to use it against him at some point. You know? like yeah, This was like a bad idea. Like, whoever said, why did, why Dowry thought that Smoke, of all the people in the world, should call her and ask for money? He's never met her is wild not only that she knows who he is and she doesn't like him because yeah. when he's on the phone with her and they're arguing smoke is in the background telling him break to, like, up. and like break up and all this shit so like like emily doesn't like him and it's just like wild that she would be like that he would do that and then there's a scene of them in some like basement with some whack ass couch smoke and some other dude talking about Dari and keep continuously calling him little bro. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do because little bros, you know, I don't, I don't think she gonna take care of him when he get out. You really think that you know that she gonna hold little bro down, you know, when he gets out? And they're like, nah. And then like I'm like, why is it that you don't think that? It's because you're like, oh yeah, no, she's gonna break up with him as soon as he like doesn't do right cheats. Yeah, of course she should. <laughs> it's like they're having this whole conversation about it as though like him, you know, getting back into the illegal life and him cheating on her should just be acceptable in her eyes regardless. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I think that she, listen, she stands up for what she wants and what she believes in and what she wants and what she needs. And she's not like, she's not gonna let no one tell her anything and listen uh in this situation she has the money and he probably is even upset that he even has to like call her to get it you know like that he like needs money anyway but it's so funny that he's like yeah i'm just trying to like do right by my friend dowry you know make sure that he has like some money put away so that when he comes out he can have a little something something happening for himself you know and it's like what 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 venture one F, like you know smp 
Vanguard like stock portfolio you putting this money in? Like what franchise Pizza Hut chain are you going in on? What like car wash are you going to open? Like what Bitcoin are you all about, are you all about to buy? Like what what is what it? laundromat are you like putting in money on? Like yes. what what check cashing spot are you investing in? Like what could what it Airbnb are you buying, you know? <laughs> what could it possibly be? Yeah. Little bro. Yeah. yeah. Just like he's just investing. They're like, we're gonna invest in AMC because the pandemic is over and so people are going back to the movie theaters. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> all right let's move on the next couple let's talk about justine and whoever her boo is like let me find that picture good girl lord knows i do not know his name michael yeah. <laughs> in this in this video in this like thing <laughs> at, point, at some point someone says that like michael is a player or like michael is very cute or something and i was like oh. i disagree it's a bad picture i think he's hot okay oh okay I've seen other pictures and I'm like, hoo, 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 hoo. oh, really? Yeah. He's tall. He looks dumb. I like that kind of like dumb looking face, you know, <laughs> like where he's kind of like dumb, ugly in the face, but tall and like brutish kind of. So I'm just like, oh, you know, like. It's so crazy that you like a man who looks dumb. <laughs> and that's not the first time you said that. So I know it's real. Well, like, they look like they could either be bald or they look like they've been punched you know what i'm saying like a lot you know like maybe one of those things nothing behind the eyes you're talking about somebody that's a mouth breeder you're talking about somebody whose like mouth is slightly agape whenever they're just moving about the space yeah, that's like, what yeah. and the answer is nothing caveman <laughs> it's like kind of like a caveman thing you know like it's very you know like uh, you know no that's wild um okay. so anyways you go on with this one I've been okay talking. so he's she's getting her hair done by his sister and she's wearing those old school pink and white striped victoria's secret satin pajamas with like black piping if we all know what we're talking about we all got it it was the same print that used to be on their bags but then of course this was their pajamas and so that's what she's wearing and the sister is wearing a shirt and i actually do a picture of it oh well this is the Later on, she gets into this outfit. So we'll talk about all the outfits first. So that's what she's wearing while her sister is doing the hair. And then the sister is wearing a shirt that we'll see now that says, so apparently I'm un poco dramatica. And so that was just also interesting. And then she, of course, transforms into her prison bride sleigh, which is like gold head adornment with like pearl rhinestone situation. And there's going to be like what looks like a bodycon white t-shirt dress, but it's like maybe one of the ones made by like naked wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? Her body is banging. And then, yeah. So yeah, uh, basically that was her outfit. And she, of course, is getting, you know, about to get married. And they're like, well, basically, uh, thanks for not telling us until last night. We are kind of upset, but we're getting over it. And one of the requirements of their prison wedding is that they only can invite four people. So it's both their moms and then both their eldest children. So that's how they decided that they're, he's about to come out in like 60 days. So the big question and the one that the mom asks in the car ride on the way is why, why get married now? Why get married now? Now we know the answer. We know the answer to be so they can have sex. Because they weren't able to get married before. They went all through COVID not having sex. And now they want to have sex. However, they can't say that. So they say control. What? Yeah. She has a stripper pole in her walk-in closet. And <sighs> I'm not opposed to someone having a stripper pole in a private area of their home. I just want to know what she does with it. And I want to see some moves. Does she yeah. have on her inner thighs? If she does, I'm all for it. If she doesn't, and it's just there to like look cool for her girls to like swing around on sometimes, I'm just like, nah, that's annoying. But yeah, I didn't know it was because they wanted to have sex. Like the truth is, is that they haven't seen each other in two years. They used to see each other all the time because she was able to go. But when COVID hit, they haven't seen each other in a while. So now they're just fully taking advantage of this moment. And uh, when they're in the car, uh, the mother says something like my son is is like a player my son always has some girl and in the car she's like what are you gonna do if it's 
you know, if he gets back into the lifestyle where he's surrounded by women and he has to go to Florida and he has to do shows because he's a musician. And she's like, we're, I'm not even focusing on that right now. We're just focusing on the things that are most important, like, you know, me and him when he gets out of prison and I'll just travel with him and, you know, we'll live that life. And she's like, it's not going to be feasible for you to travel all the time with him. Like, you're going to have to trust him and let him go. Like, what are you going to do? And I wanted to be like, mom, why'd you hook them up then? Did you just hook them up to give your son something to do? Like, oh, that's oh, messed yeah. up. Like, she, her and that woman work together. You're right. And so it's like, if all of a sudden you have all these doubts, like, I don't think the mom is wrong for wanting them to wait. But I think she should have told Jessica, or whatever her name, Justine, I don't know her name. She should have <laughs> told her this before you know, and be like, hey, my son's a player. Like, don't trust him. I want you to no. talk because I want him to talk to a good girl, but he's also un mentiroso. So be careful. Yeah. 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 No, okay. No, I, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, absolutely. The two girls are like smushed by each other. You know, like her mom is next to her. Like, I raised her better than this. He's going to have to prove himself to me. I raised her to be a star. It's like, I don't know if you did such a great job raising her. I don't know why you think that you raised, I mean, I'm so sorry. You didn't raise like Kaya Gerber, honey, like attending like the Paris debutante balls when she was like 16. Honey, you didn't. I'm so sorry. You might have tried, but like the streets got to her a lot more than you did. Like whatever was happening at home, like the streets were calling and Justine went a running. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, the stripper pole. Yeah, like, I mean, that's not even that. Like I would have a stripper pole in like a private area in my home if I could, but I bet you would go to, I would go to classes and learn how to use it, number one. Two, like she is smiling from ear to ear in her confessional when she talks about marrying this man. And you know, the confessional happens afterwards. So she's reliving this and smiling from ear to damn ear, like she either either still in love or was able to just, I don't know, pull up the emotions that she felt in that moment. And it was just so evident when, when watching it. You know what? I agree. So there's like the road to nowhere and the moms are not excited. And I just think it's so funny because like I, yeah, the scene about the mom in the backseat, just like driving Miss Daisy in hell, just like I just re- really remembered uh, for you telling me uh, that like she set them up so like all of this like what if this what if that like honey you let love happen love was not going to happen you let love in yeah so, <laughs> so, like, a vampire honey was like you know like love doesn't just come a knocking yeah not and just like barges in you have to like let it in <laughs> you invited it in you know Melissa <laughs> and louie this yeah. is a horrible mugshot of him he really looks bad here <laughs> you guys melissa is getting on my damn nerves i mean i i still like her but the way that and it's the producer's fault it's not her fault the way that the producers keep talking about them from 20 years ago chaps my fucking hide i don't want to hear one more goddamn thing about their stupid ass high school situation this literally happened like 18 years ago chris could yeah. you imagine a world in which you i'm talking like who's the hot guy that i went to high school with i don't know because the truth is is that i had the guys that i liked and they weren't necessarily the it guys or whatever yeah So I don't know what it's like to fiend after the most popular guy in school because I went to a school that was predominantly white and the most popular guy in the school was probably somebody that I most likely thought was racist. So it just wasn't me, you know? And like, I mean, and the two guys that I was attracted to, like I bagged one of them. So like the truth is, is that I don't know what it's like to pine after some bad boy and then like, get him after he's been like on heroin could you imagine no no i cannot just like the moment someone told me oh yeah that guy was doing heroin i would have been like oh no i don't want that anymore oh yeah no i i can't you know also i don't like skinny men so god bless i like them beefy you know as we said i'm gonna send you a picture of this uh a video of this guy who uh, picks and flips up his girl who is a thick thickums I wanted to send it to you and be like, we can find him. He's out there. <gasps> I want to, she's like 
a thicky thick. She's like Britney from Ray and Britney. She's she's body like that. And he is like maybe Ray's build. And he like t- picks her up and flips her over to where her like her her uh lady parts are in his face and they're standing up. I'm sorry, send that to me. <laughs> Just we get a chance. Uh when you hear me. Great. Are we t- who are we talking about? <laughs> Lewis. So listen, she's living. She looks super cute. She's like in a black ch- chunky knit sweater. She's like going to the airport. She looks so cute. You know what I'm saying? Like I was living for it. She calls her sis. She's like, everything, everything's going great. I swear I am. Everything's good. No, it's going to be good. You know, her sister's like, I think it's a horrible idea. I'm uh, in Georgia. I'm in Georgia. Yeah. I love you, sis. <laughs> I'm supposed to see him tomorrow, but I also know where he works. So I'm just going to stop by and just see what happens. Um, I don't think you should stop by his job and see what happens, sis, because couldn't he get in trouble? Well, I can't go. I go to this body reception. Bye. I'm in Georgia. Georgia reception sucks. Bye. You know, she just like, <laughs> to get there. She like drives over there and she can't park because she's like, yeah, I can't just like drive it. It's like security. So she like goes off to the side. Then she like calls him because it's like, not prison, right? It's like some work camp, God bless, transitional adult development situation where you do have a dorm you have to go back to, but you work and somehow you have cell phones that it looks like you can sort of just easily use at any guy. It just, that's what happens. You can use a cell phone. So he calls for some reason also like the camera people can record from the mountaintop hill that they are on into the backyards of the structure adult development center so like they're blurring out like his friends faces and it'd be like that's him just like in this long range shot that looks like like sniper shots it looks like it was like footage a sniper would use you know like i don't i thought it was so interesting and so he like it's it is him and he like picks up and she's like oh my god hi i'm here no i'm just i'm outside i can see you and he's kind of like i weirded out by it she's like can you see me? And he's like, are you wearing all black? She's like, yeah, that's me. Can you see my tint? And he's like, that's annoying. He's like, he was like upset that she flashed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does have a great stomach. You know, look at that chunky sweater. But like, also, you guys, this man is at work. He's in a transitional situation where he can have limited access to the people of the outside world. If they find out that he's got some bitty coming up to his job, showing him her tits and then she just like he's like listen I would love to see you if I could come over there and see you right now I absolutely would like believe me you but I don't want to get in trouble she's like okay here I come yay okay here I come I'm coming and she's he's like no 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 don't and she's like no I'm just gonna come don't worry about it and this is very much someone who's never been in trouble who has never had any run-in with the law, that you truly think that you could just do anything without even respecting the fact that you could send, you could set him back one whole year because you cannot hold your horses and see him tomorrow. It isn't enough just to be able to see him from afar, but you have to, because here's the kicker, guys. She runs across the street. He opens some door or some gate and they fucking make out. His hands are all over her body. He, she, he, she's like, we didn't have sex, but I'm not going to say that my shirt and my pants weren't off. Bitch, you just got like fucking naked in front of like, in a like, I don't know. I don't know where he works, but it, there was a truck there and it looked like a garage of some sort. You basically just let this man like put his greasy hands all over your body. And I hope he didn't touch your poom poom because now it's going to be sick. And then he's, she's like, well, his coworkers had to kick him out. And I'm like, they're all addicts. And who's to say that someone's not going to tell someone who's going to tell like the TC probation people. And they're going to have a conversation with him being like, Hey, did you have a friend come and see you yesterday? Was it worth it? People are so wild with the things that they will do in order to like, I don't know, they just mess up their lives. Like me, I'm just like, oh, I can't mess up my life. I fully get what you're saying. And I'm like, whose fault is it? I feel like she just wants a cheap sexual thrill, but like it really the afterthought, whatever, like being able to like have the wherewithal to understand so many words. I said to be basically be like, why doesn't she understand? It was a really bad idea. And like, why would you do that? Put that, put him in that predicament, you know, like, 
listen, if you're there and he smells you and he hasn't seen a woman in 10 years, like, of course, that like the minute that like his tongue is in your throat, like his fingers are going to be your poon, you know, and like, no, he didn't wash them all. Like he did not just wash them and she doesn't really have the honey pot on the hand. So listen, ladies, you have to be cognizant, you know, like we're in the can you can't just let anybody finger bang you okay especially if they're at work yeah yeah <laughs> unless they work in a glove factory <laughs> where they wear gloves yeah or they're like a doctor and they just antibacterial their hands every five seconds and even then that might still give you the like bad bacterial vaginitis you know what i'm saying like you just you can't trust these men no, not at all. As, as much as you can throw them, honey. And, you know, I definitely can't throw Michael far. Um, now, I don't know about this other one. This uh, Justine's guy, or look, sorry, Lewis, looks a little skinny. So, yeah, he basically finger bangs her, takes off her top. She, like, runs back. He's so excited. The guys see her. And he, like, like, yeah, that's my girl. I'm about to get out tomorrow. I hope it's not all fucked up for me. You know, like, it'd be crazy if it really, really was, though. It's <laughs> He better hopes everybody there likes him or else somebody's going to fucking sabotage him and, and hold him back for like a year because of this bullshit. She, and they keep showing us little scenes about how he was the sexy guy in high school. And she has such low self-esteem because if she can't tell that her glow up from high school is like exponential and just like times 10 and that he would be so lucky to be with her and that she's actually the hot piece. Like, it's just kind of sad to watch somebody just have delusions and think that they're the same awkward person that they were in high school. You're right. Shall we move on, my love? Yeah. Okay, so I think we should move on to Thai potty slash Boston drama. Jeez Louise. I know so, it. Of course the producers are trying to produce the living hell out of this. And I don't even know if I took notes on them, truthfully, but this is what you happened. You did this is what happened. Hottie decides that she wants to meet the cousin Kiyoki at the cemetery because she's going to go look at some plots as a mortician who does the faces of the people. Like, what is it that Tide actually does? Because there is what no reason. Palette usage. She's a what not. She puts eyeshadow from what? He has like what are you gonna do? You're staking out what new plots to be like this? These are the plots I can put in dead bodies. I don't understand. They really just think that the audience is just so dumb that we're just like, yeah, it makes sense to meet in a in a yeah. You, you were meeting in the cemetery across the street from your job. No, why don't you just meet at your job? Or why don't you meet at the like the diner next door? Why do you have to meet at the cemetery? Now, listen, I love a cemetery, and God knows that I love a good headstone. But like to have like some meeting to talk to a friend about whether or not they knew that your convict um, fiance was like double timing you is like wild. So the friend gets there and she's got some amazing eyelashes. I know Chris won't, doesn't like them, oh, yeah. but I really, really <sighs> thought that they were spectacular. I thought they fit her face very, very well. And they were big and bushy, but not as crazy as it can be. And also, like, I feel like I'm so happy that I've, I've gotten little eyelash extensions. You might have noticed them. You might have noticed that my face is just giving off a little bit of more feminine air. But, like, really, all a Black girl needs is, like, eyelash extensions and lip gloss. I'm not saying just, I'm not, anyone can probably do it, too. But, like, just from what I've seen, like, around the way, Black girls are really killing it with just, like, an extended eyelash and a lip gloss. Yeah. I, I listen, I wish that I had my I have long eyelashes, but the actual tips are blonde. They're not super like not super long. I'm like fake looking. So because they're not fake. So uh, I kind of wish that I could just sometimes just like rock like a extension and just like have like luscious glam lashes for like two months at a time. I'm you would think that I would have gotten it, I think, at some point. No, it's not two months. It's only two weeks, girl. Like it is really just very hard. It's very difficult with them because you have to like wash your face in a very stylized manner, which isn't conducive to what I really like to do when I get home, which is like give a face a good like. You cannot do that. You you're not going to do that anyway. I keep getting an Instagram ad, and now you will all too if you're listening to this. And I'm sorry about it. I keep getting an Instagram ad for like this like feathery lash brush that you're supposed to like use to like take off eye makeup. That you're just like deep 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 boop boop boop. You're just like feathery 
feather kissing, angel kissing your own lashes. I don't know. I want it. We'll see. Uh, you might get it for Christmas. We'll see. Um, so uh, anything else? Uh, basically, oh, so basically back to them. She's like, okay, hi. And then her friend, like, you know, this this is her cousin that like came up and she's like, before we even hug, and I don't even trust you, so like, did you know about the fact that Hottie is also engaged to Boston? And she's like, no, I just knew about you. Like, I was your ring bearer, you know? Like, I don't think I know anything about this Boston business, like, not business at all, you know? Like, Wally, you want to say something? Yeah, it's and this whole time we're like, lion ass B, Kiyoki, we yeah. know that you are, you know, we know that you had a ring for Boston, X, Y, and Z. And Ty even says, like, listen, I don't think that you necessarily went behind my back. I just think you were trying to do something for your cousin. Yeah. I think your your interest was for him. Now let's not forget Kiyoki is um Ty's friend who owns the hair salon. And that is how Ty met Hottie was through Kiyoki. And also that was the place that Ty was supposed to meet Boston that one time, but then Boston didn't show up in time. And so Ty bounced. So um, yeah, like she's really upset. And for whatever reason, it's like, why does she have that binder in her hand? She just has like this notebook in her hand and we're not sure, right? Is this like where she takes her notes? It's like, she's like Velma or something from scooby-doo gang she just always has some kind of writing apparatus so she could like what write notes for all of her nonsense her stand-up act maybe it's like her memoirs her stand-up act it could be so many things poetry just like you know there's toddy yeah edgar Allan poe in the cemetery why do you have to treat me like a potty inside i feel rotty because you've been so naughty also, please come and marry my body. You know what I'm saying? Because she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm a genius. So basically, she's like, what's happening? And she's like, no, I don't know anything about this Boston business. Like, he told me he wanted to, you know, marry you. And uh, that's all I knew about that. And then later on to us, she's like, look, yeah, I did have the ring. But he told me, you know, like, that was just the backup ring. That if she said no, to go to Boston and say that. And so that when she said yes, I just sent the ring back to his manager, you know. And that was just it. That, that, Nothing to be here, folks. No, 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 you know, I don't have anything to do with this, and I don't, in fact, want to be in their drama. No, that you no. want to be all the drama, okay? Listen, Not also, I was really loving the way that this beanie looked on her. I mean, I just felt like you know, Kiyoki was giving us all of the things that we needed in this look right now. You're right, you're right, natch, natch, natchy, natch, natch, you know, mm-hmm. like. Except for that extension eye, which is just, it is long, but it could be worse and that's fine. So it could be, it could be, it could be thick. It wasn't, it wasn't thick. It was just really, really long. It was too long, but not, but that's fine. Now here is fine. Uh, uh, that's all I have to say about that. But basically, yeah, like Ty's like, I, I guess, you, what am I supposed to do? And, you know, Kiyoki's like, listen, I'm not the person to talk to. It was between you and your man or Boston, I guess. You could just talk to Boston. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna call Boston. That's what yeah. I'm gonna do. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, every time I call her, we get together and I try to beat her ass, but I'm gonna call her again. <laughs> this will, be, this will be the fourth time. I mean, like, she just like, first, remember, uh, you don't remember this, but audience, remember when Boston was just playing on her phone? Remember when she was tired of Boston playing on her phone? Why are you playing on my phone? Now, Boston's not playing on her phone and it's Ty's turn. So it was a short scene. We'll find out what happens. And I guess next week with them. And our last couple is Jessica and Dustin. Or if you're a and you're making notes, Justin and Nurse. And I was like, Just, who's Justin and Nurse? But she means these people, Jessica and Dustin. And oh my gosh. Okay. So. Jessica is packing with her daughter Bailey to go visit Dustin's mom and sis. And uh, Bailey, yeah, is going with her mom and obviously hasn't met Dustin yet because Dustin is in prison. And uh, I don't know why Bailey's going, but Bailey, I don't think quite knows why she's going either, but she's getting an earful. Yeah, I mean, because obviously Bailey is jessica's best friend it feels like she's the only child and she just like wants to tell this only child all of the things and something is happening she's got the reddest chest and i'm like is that a sunburn and if so can you not extend your uh face makeup to match it is there not some blending that we can do where it like seamlessly blends into that that chest because that chest was on fire it looked quite painful 
And so she's in the car with her daughter and telling her everything like, oh my God, I think that this is happening, but I don't know, but this might be happening. And I'm so excited for him to come out so that he can have a new lease on life and I can truly help him do this. And what do you think, Bailey? And Bailey's like, well, what if he just goes back to his old ways? Well, he won't, duh. Like I'm here, I'm great. I'm a woman who has my own shit. He's never had a stable life and I'm going to give it to him. So obviously he's going to be super grateful and like, want and we're just like, oh girl, no, no, no. This is a person who doesn't make good decisions because they had some, something happen in their formative years. And until they've gone to therapy and have gotten over that, they're, they're going to just use you and, and they're not going to be able to live up to your standards because honestly, your way of life is probably much harder. Like when you're in prison, it, it just seems like, yeah, I, you know, I feel like it is. It's like. Whenever you're in a situation where you're unhappy and you think to yourself, you know what, if I could just get out of this situation, I would be happy and I would lose all the weight. This is something that happens to me. Like, I'm always like, oh my God, like if I could just have this thing, then I would start to eat better and I could do this and I could do that and have all these high hopes. And then when it actually comes down to it, I'm just like, oh no, no, I'm not ready for that. And that's the same way I think sometimes when people come out of prison is that they have all these high hopes in prison because they don't have much choice and all they can do is think about the straight and narrow. And as soon as they come out, it's like, it's like they just land in a Vegas casino floor and there's just like Buffalo fucking vending machines or slot machines everywhere. And all you can see is bing, 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 and your face just like your brain just like lights up and all you want is just sit down and play at a Buffalo machine. Yeah, Buffalo gold, honey. So basically, that's exactly what happens. They get to Georgia. They've driven eight hours. Tennessee, sorry. They get to Tennessee. They've driven eight hours to go to, like, look at a house, you know, which this nice realtor has shown up. She's a nice realtor is wearing, like, a cream one piece. She looks great. She does all the due diligence. She gives Mm -hmm. all of the expository questions in order to get the like well we're here because you know i have um my um betrothed uh, about to move here well uh at the end of december is when he gets out of prison like and she doesn't miss one beat this realtor is like okay great december great yeah it's like it's like she tries to deny it at first she's like oh you know so you know where are you buying this house why are you guys moving down here oh you know um i'm i'm gonna buy the house for, for me and my fiance Oh, okay. Well, uh, where is he? When is he going to move in? Um, well, he's, he's going to move in in December. Oh, okay. Um, so what's he do for work? Uh, he's going to move here from prison in December. Oh, okay, cool. So you'll have plenty of time. Anyways, here's the laundry room. Yeah. (laughs) Are you looking to actually rent or buy? Oh, great. Buy. Well, great. It's a great market. Uh, Nashville is crazy, but you're outside of Nashville by 30 to 40 minutes. You know, Bailey's like, is there anything to do around here? She's like, no, not no. anything. Nothing. It no. is not for anyone your age group or anyone 20 years around your age group. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're not going to have fun here. But if you want to have fun, you could like find a mall that's close to Nashville. And yeah. she's like, oh, no. Oh, Bailey's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I won't be spending much time here. So, mom, just go ahead and look for a two bedroom. Yeah. Like she does not want to move with her mother to Tennessee. Like she's like, you, I'm not a, I think she's being homeschooled. So I think she's like a senior or something, but she's like, mom, this is what you want to do. I don't want to do this. This seems dumb. And it's just like, there is always this world in the Matt Sharp world where there is a child telling a parent what to do. It's a la like Olivia and molly it's a la uh what's her face williams yolanda and her kids like it's there's just so many couples rebecca oh rebecca and her kids and then i mean except for rebecca is actually and zayed are actually doing really well did you see that video of him throwing that axe without looking i said goddamn oh no but i'll check it out no i'm sure let me send it to you i'm gonna send that to you too here we go basically you know, she feels like it was very hard on him. You know, he had it out. Uh, the DOG had it out for him. So, like, he had all these, like, extra charges that were dumb and added on. But, like, she feels such empathy for him. She doesn't seem to be, like, a seasoned enough to or have the wherewithal enough to understand how these things work, even though she worked the prison system, which is the craziest part, even though her daughter pretty much feels like she there's there's reason to be have caution and be wary her daughter also feels like she's not that much younger than dustin like at one point dustin 
is said to have written Jessica a letter. And in the Jessica, and like Bailey's like, did he ask about me? She's like, yeah, he wrote it. He asked him right here. He was like, uh, tell Bailey what's up. That's <laughs> so cute. Later on in the letter, he said all this romantic stuff about me. And Bailey's like, that's cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> so great, great story, mom, but gotta go. Bye. I hate this place. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> all right you guys so that is the end of our recap thank you guys so much for listening to us and if you haven't go on ahead and listen to our other podcast episode of 90 day fiance hea which should be either up right now or it'll be up in a few hours so yeah yeah we love you guys so much and if you enjoyed this podcast but want to see our faces and want to see the pictures we're putting up you absolutely can there's a way there's a will and there's a way it's ten dollars but here's the thing and we're not offering you a blue check mark so we're not elon musk it's two dollars more than premium twitter but you get a lot more why how do you do it you do that on patreon.com slash docusweeties sure and you know we are working on a situation where our patreon our patrons are going to get a little bit more of us doing lives and stuff like that we're a small close tight-knit community and we thank those of you guys who are on patreon who support us we understand that you guys just want to see us succeed and we want to we want to give you guys things too so Patreon people just let us know what you want. And for the rest of you, you can follow us on our social medias, not to be confused with the word socks in Spanish, Chris. And that's at DocuSweeties. Like for instance, at DocuSweeties on Instagram. There's also at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter, which if we're not paying for the blue check mark, so okay. As well as TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Honey, TikTok. TikToks. We'll be putting up some TikToks because yeah. Chris and I are going on a little adventure at the end of the week. And so we'll have times to do the cuff it challenge. We'll have time <laughs> to do like other little challenges that she doesn't know that I'm gonna make her do, all from the comfort of either our, you know, national monuments and or hotel room. So yeah. Oh. Should we go? Oh my God, we'll talk about this in any fiance. Should we go to the Grand Canyon and we'll write signs saying that we're expecting? We cannot go to the Grand Canyon, girl. That is off of the beaten path. Fine. Uh, I love you guys so much. Listen, happy November, happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving. We're so grateful that you're listening to us. If you haven't yet, please give us five stars or four stars or whatever stars you want to give us or share us among amongst your friends. We love you guys so much. Truly, thank you for listening. Other than that, I mean, you want, to, want me to flash you? Hey, tetas. Uh, on Patreon, you would have saw Chris's tetas. Diddies. Okay. All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah.